Are you more function over style? I think there's a balance. I really like my car to like work. I can't stand a car that looks like. Obviously, if something's like on its nuts, it's obviously not performing well. I don't think anyone tucking their wheel and trying to drift is ever gonna complain about that though. Cause they're like, it's sick though. Wait, it's like, do you want something that's more comp oriented? Convenient. You're driving the car to drive the car. You don't care what the car looks like. I love style, but I still want the functionality of it. I don't want my shit to rub. I want it to look good though. I would pull my car off the trailer without the ramp sometimes, just for the fuck of it. Really? Like Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson and this is Shane. Of course, we got a few announcements. Um, if you want, of course, to be on a podcast, don't forget, email me at the circle I'm a dumbass. Uh circle at gmail.com. Uh, and make sure to put in the subject drift resume and Tell me a little bit about yourself, stuff like that. Uh, but don't forget to subscribe. Uh, so look down below this video a little bit. If that subscribe button's still red, you might want to go ahead and click that. Um, and of course, thanks everyone that has been supporting and grabbing some of the merch. I uh, really appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't gotten it yet, you got about two weeks left. So that's about it for the announcements. So I'll let Shane introduce himself. Hi, I'm Shane. I'm 20. I've been drifting for like two years. I got a new Edge Mustang. That's brought in about me. Um, yeah. <laughs> what he did, forgot to mention is that <laughs> he's Scotty D's cousin. I am. Uh, so I've, as most of you know, I've been doing Scotty's media and stuff like that. So I uh, figured he's the newest of the branch. So we get his opinion on how he got up uh, in drifting and stuff like that. So um, give me a rundown on how long you've actually been drifting. Um. Well, technically I've been drifting since like i got my license i just had my pickup you know wisconsin winter it's snowy as hell oh god yeah i'd just be in my pickup just i think anyone from around here whenever whenever we get snow we go out and do that oh yeah i believe it but uh yeah i've been i've had the car for i think two years now i've been drifting for around a year and a half okay so, so. you still got a little bit of experience yeah new new no uh, well, give us a rundown on the Mustang. What all is done to it? Uh, where did it so, start from? Stuff like that. I got the car. It was like 1030 at night on Facebook Marketplace looking for like the cheapest rear-wheel drive car. Because I had an <laughs> E46. I hit a deer with it, totaled it, whatever. And I messaged the dude. He's like, oh, yeah, come. And I'm like, all right, I'll come tomorrow. It's two hours away. Yeah, yeah. Take my dad's truck, U-Haul trailer, go down, get it. Runs like shit. Just terrible. <laughs> and I mean, it, What was wrong with it? It needed spark plugs. It oh, had been, it? Yeah, it had been sitting outside and just got water in them. Check your spark plug, bitches. Oh, it's so bad. It's so easy. It takes 20 minutes. 20 <laughs> minutes is all it takes. But I got it. It had uh, the Duncan kit on it. Um, Hell yeah. Gutted rear, subframe, BCs, and like a Sparko seat in it. Just Damn. like base model. so it was already he had already been drifting it probably before. he actually hadn't drifted it yet he no way it had been sideswiped so the big dent that's in my car that was that's where that came from yeah <laughs> i bought it because that's why it was, the a picture of that. it was the cheapest thing on marketplace like i think i paid 3700 bucks for it which at the time it was like, yeah that's not that what year is it 99 oh okay yeah it was that's uh not bad at all it was right in the middle of corona so shit was going up already so of course but Trailered at home because it had no alignment on it and it ran terrible. And <laughs> new plugs, put an alignment on it, drove it for like, I don't know, a month. And I'm sitting at a stop sign on the way home from work and it just, I put it in gear, starts knocking. I'm like, no, oh, no. So I'm like, it's got to be the transmission. All I did was put it in gear. You know, I'm idling. I'm not doing anything yeah, with it. Yeah. So I drive it 15 miles home <laughs> and started it five times in the driveway. 15 Dude, miles. it was so bad. It was. <laughs> oh, dude, it shattered the number six piston. Like the wrist pin exploded. Oh my God. It was so bad. And then. So I hit up Scott. I'm like, what do I do? And he's like, 06 Explorer motor. They're aluminum block compared to the steel, 90 pounds lighter. Oh, really? Yep. So now How much I, can you normally get those for on Marketplace and stuff? I, on Marketplace, I have no idea, but at a junkyard, mine was 450 bucks. Oh. Just. Hell yeah. I mean, just get it from a junkyard. For like Unless the, it's cheaper, I don't know. It's hard to find like the 06 ones because like it only came in one model year for like the aluminum yeah, block yeah. two valve like unit. But if you just want like a 4.6, they're in literally everything. 
Crown Vic, <laughs> F-150 Explorer, anything from like 99 to 04. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. And it, do you, would you say that would be plenty of power to start off on? Oh, yeah. Because a lot of people hate on the 4.6. Oh, it's like it's slow. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's not fast. You're not. You're not gonna outrun anybody. Like, like a, a Z will beat you. Don't. Don't I would think. Probably otherwise. compared to what, like, um, stock E36. About that, yeah. 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 Okay. Um. Yeah, it's safe about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, I mean, sorry, they're, go ahead. they're pretty reliable though. That's the thing. Like, I've beat the hell out of that motor for like the last year and a half, and it just doesn't care. You threw you threw it into a wall. Uh, three times actually. <laughs> <laughs> three times. Yeah, yeah. I thought that. Damn, I had that. I had that in the questions too. I was going to ask you about the one I saw. Oh, so yeah. that was your third wreck then. Yeah, the first two were not as bad. Oh, okay, so what had how the first two go? So the first one was like a friendly comp in Wisconsin at a skid pad, and I threw it in on marketplace tires, just hot as <laughs> shit on the pad, and it just didn't take, and I just went completely backwards right into the wall oh i've done that up at beach bin so like all the spray paint <laughs> on the side of my car in the back corner that's all from that i just beat it out pristine grab your hammers <laughs> the body kit right there yeah drift kit yeah well what was the you said that was the first one yeah that was the first one what was the second one so the second one daily drift invitational Driv drove the competition, knocked out in the 16. There was 30 minutes left at the end. So I'm like, all right, I'll do one lap. <laughs> oh, no, 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 one more lap <laughs> mentality. <laughs> one more lap. And there's this. So what happened was there's this concrete wall they put up, and it's all the K rails are all sectioned. Yeah, right? yeah. And a Miata had hit it head on it, like the middle of the competition. Didn't even mess up the car. It just <laughs> moved the barrier. So it made a hard edge. And I had the factory crash bar, right? So I come around. Oh, hold up. And like all my, my homies are just like, give us some taillights so i'm like all right, I'll, I'll tap the wall whatever yeah yeah i go and i hit right on that edge and it just rips the whole crash bar off <laughs> it like kills the car because i still hey, yanked you with it <laughs> oh yeah it was so bad my buddy in the past she got the wind knocked out of him it was bad jesus christ well the one that i got on camera uh he was trying to run the 50k layout at riverside and just well i so it so understeered like a motherfucker pretty much <laughs> so i would i had i don't know i don't know how to say it but uh i had some cockiness <laughs> and the first like three laps There's were a lot like, of people hyping them up I'm like, oh there was and i was like i went pretty fast the first time went a little faster the second time the third time i was like on limiter yeah and i put i just pulled the handbrake and buried my foot and it just went nope i had too much vehicle speed <laughs> let's just go this way <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And then I just like locked up the brakes because I panicked and then yeah, just yeah. right into the wall. So what'd you learn from it? Uh, don't do that. <laughs> no, like for real. Like, what'd you learn from it? Like, because uh, technically what I would have done in that situation is hit the handbrake one more time, clutch in, hit the handbrake and then just stomp on it. Oh, that's exactly what I should have done. And then I should have just got off the foot brakes. I, I jammed the foot brake to the floor and it just like <laughs> went right up into the wall. Like if I just would have let off the foot brake, I would have steered out of it. It was... Jeez just panic well there you go in case you're running into a wall do that yeah don't <laughs> panic <laughs> uh hold on what does that say oh so whenever you got the car what all did you do as far as like parts and stuff like that to get it for its first track day uh well scott sent me out an angle kit full angle kit for it and obviously i blew up the motor and so you put an angle kit on it from the jump uh, it was right after I blew up the motor, the angle kit came in. So I'd never oh, had okay, driven okay. it. So I got the angle kit, put it on while I was putting the motor in. And when I actually took the motor out, mm -hmm. uh, underneath both strut towers, there was a hole probably this big. <laughs> <laughs> and I went into like, well, what am I going to do now? There's only one thing to do is to fix it. Like I have no money. I spent it all in the car. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I just, I learned how to fabricate. So you got to get peer pressured into learning how to weld and shit like yeah, that i mean what what else was i gonna do yeah i, I mean, saw dude i saw a tiktok the other day that was uh something about um how these people were telling this dude that he's a mechanic he's a plumber he's all this shit and he was like well i don't know when i was a kid it was either learn how to be self-sustainable or die <laughs> i was like there you go bingo that's I mean, how you do it that is true damn what were we just talking about i um, lost track car the car oh yeah, yeah but um so i got the angle kit on put the new motor in drove it 
new clutch and everything and put a handbrake in it like the fourth event out <laughs> of course hey i had one the first event out hey i, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> at least you had an angle kit though i did so i just i learned how to drift without the handbrake which in my opinion is like a good way to like learn so you don't rely on it yeah completely. it's a lot easier if you do have the extra angle to yeah, fall back on when because oh. my handbrake i lost i lost brakes one event and i still went out there that was a bad decision i ended up wrecking with willie he was on the podcast y'all know who he is but it, yeah never mind but <laughs> that's just a bad idea if you ain't got brakes don't fix the shit first <laughs> sorry go ahead um yeah but i just went out and drove pretty much and that's just how it is you just drive yeah. so how'd that first track day go then it didn't go terrible but I didn't have the math sensor plugged in because I had a giant exhaust or intake leak that I didn't know about. So when I plugged it in, it just wouldn't run. So <laughs> I was just like, well, I'm driving. And first lap out glows both headers, like oh, bright red. Of course. <laughs> and it's leaking oil. And like, well, I paid $55 to get in and I'm getting my $55 for it. So, I so just, what did you just do? A couple laps and come off for 30 minutes? Yeah, I just go off until the header stopped going and then just drive again. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, because the track that I went to in Wisconsin is like 20 minutes from my house. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm like if it blows up, I'll just call someone and drive me home. Yeah, <laughs> put the strap on it. We'll, give, yeah. we'll make it. It's fine. We don't even need a strap. We can just leave it there and come get it. <laughs> Since scotty makes parts and stuff specifically for your car is has it been helpful to have him oh yeah around and kind of is oh, yeah. i guess obviously the parts he gave you an angle kit first so uh oh, how has he helped like do this pretty much the whole setup on the car is done by him because <laughs> i have i had no idea what i was doing like i have more knowledge now but like yeah, yeah. first lap out my tires rubbing the control arm so i call scott what do i do he goes <laughs> well you gotta get new tires and new wheels and i'm like okay so i do well, all that fuck. <laughs> i do all that and it's just everything that's wrong with the car i just hit him up and be like hey it's broken help me fix it <laughs> tell me what to do and then he came out earlier last year and drove the car and he was like this thing sucks <laughs> what was wrong with it at the time what did uh, you change i mean the tires were still hitting the, the control arms what size were they 245s with a 245 50 or 45s and okay. it was just just a little too big where it would just hit it like full lock it was gotcha. terrible what, what, what were the wheels what, what spec were those i don't know just standard fr 500 mustang wheels they're, oh okay terrible okay yeah <laughs> stock wheels are only half decent on the rear i would say yeah if, yeah if you're trying to learn yeah. if, if you already know what you're doing you can get the hell away from stock wheels for sure and get a proper setup but um Sorry, did you have something else to say on that? Um, no. Well, what was the what was the best thing you learned from Scotty going through this? Um, learned probably probably just mostly car setup. He helped like a lot with me like figuring out what suspension actually does because I, I mean, I knew it softened like bumps and stuff, but like I didn't know that it actually like played a huge role in like, yeah, how the car know. drives. Wild once you go to an angle kit. It's but, bananas. Yeah. Do you wish you would have started without an angle kit to kind of learn how to control the car better? Because that's um, what I've always advocated for. Well, the cars have no angle from factory. They're they're so bad. Yeah. So, most things are horrible. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't think it really hindered me at all because I, I just drove low angle. Like, at yeah, I didn't yeah. know where the, the point of no return was. <laughs> I, I didn't really want to find I'm it. I'm too scared. I'm too scared. <laughs> that's exactly how it was. Just shaking in my boots the first few laps. <laughs> just like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, were, were you able to link the track the first uh, event you went out? I did, but it was, uh, so it was a, it's a skid pad, and it was a figure eight layout that day. Oh, okay. So, so nothing too crazy. I was able to do the figure eight. Okay. But What, what gear were you in? Second uh, gear? Second gear. Okay. And that so car. Still fairly slow track. Yeah, like 80 mile an hour wheel speed. Because <laughs> I have like three 27s in that car oh, from the God. factory they're so long like, <laughs> like i drove here 70 miles an hour on the highway like two grand <laughs> what the fuck? just economy uh so well how about the best advice you've gotten from scotty as far as driving skill um like mistakes you've made and then here's what you should do don't hold the handbrake trust that the car is going to do what you want it to do like yes because that, that's one of the things when I, when I first started having the handbrake, I would just 
drag the handbrake for the longest time and those cars don't float at all yeah yeah. so you'll just like drag it and you lose all your speed <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> just block it down now i want to stop the podcast for a second because bc racing is officially supporting the circle of drift podcast they have made a major impact within the drifting community with their wide variety of coilovers and different spec series that you can pretty much customize and me personally i've ran bc coilovers on my cars for years now all the way back from when i was in the stance scene to now in drifting and bc is not only creating top quality parts that compete with the best coilover brands on the market but they are very adamant about supporting more grassroots level drivers and simply just growing the community. So if you guys have been contemplating upgrading your suspension to really dial in the grip levels that you need, or if you just wanna see as low as you can with the extreme lows, jump on down in the description at BC Racing and grab yourself some coilovers and really get your car dialed in. So thank you again, BC, for supporting the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Now let's get back to the podcast. Oh, it's, and then I just dump it and it just go, Wah. Yep. Because I mean, they have yep. no power. I was, dude, I was worse my first event. I didn't even know what to do with the handbrake. It was horrible. I absolutely had no idea. I didn't know you're supposed to push the clutch in. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Fry me up for that one. <laughs> What was the the most nerve wracking thing getting into drifting? Because a lot of people are scared more like of wrecking their car and it being a waste of money or doing, you know, just embarrassing themselves. It was probably embarrassing myself, like wrecking the car. I'm, I'm more scared to wreck the car now that I've got all this money into it. Mm -hmm. But like when I first got it, I was like, I don't care about this car. You know, it's yeah, I've only got a couple grand into it. Like if I, take, oh, if I wreck good. it. I take all the I was scared shitless to wreck my car. And then I finally wrecked it. Well, I had a, so I didn't make the mistake that a lot of people do is drifting their daily. Like do, okay, yeah, do not do that. <laughs> like, I get it, you have the urge and you have a car that's capable, but like you still gotta get to work Monday. Mm -hmm. And like if you mess it up, how are you gonna get to work to fix the car? <laughs> <laughs> the money comes from work. That was always my theory is have another vehicle, then get your drift car. That's fair. So but that's like fair. I was so nervous because I have like terrible like social anxiety. Mm -hmm. So like I was just like if I go out there and suck, like everyone's just gonna make fun of me. But that's that's not at all how it is. Like don't ever be scared of that. Like yeah. that was my biggest fear getting into. Uh, I I too deal with a lot of social anxiety and shit. Which as you've seen, whenever we're out at dinner, like I don't talk much and yeah. shit. But um, yeah, I think that's a that's majority of people's fear is just embarrassing themselves. But yeah. Once they get out there and realize that majority of people out there in drifting just want to help you in exactly. some type of way. Like if you go out there and you're sucking for the whole day, chances are someone's going to come up to you and be like, hey, do this and not that. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're the first day you. I was on track, they're like, dude, just go faster. Yeah. Just go faster in that one turn and you'll link the entire track. Yeah. Like I got to I got to thank my boy, Brad. He runs the GLD skid pad. Like he has helped so much of just like, yeah. hey, bud, try this now. Oh, you did good for that lap. And, you know, you'll be driving and you'll just like come around the uh, the first turn and you'll you have like a direct view at him. And if you're doing good, he's over there cheering you on. <laughs> like he is like a real G for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's, he's a real guy. Yeah. The the first I, I've told this story before, I think. I'm not sure. But the, the first wreck I had with uh, with Willie um it was I, I basically he spun in front of me that was the event i didn't have my brakes and i whipped it around and basically my quarter panel slapped into his front bash bar uh which that's why i have over fenders and shit now but um yeah that was a that was a bad wreck that kind of kicked my ass and be like yeah this is just for fun yeah. let's see you're gonna ruin it anyways let's yeah. just do this i mean the whole thing is just for fun like don't take it too seriously like yeah if you're not having fun with it do something else like that that's what the whole thing is it's, oh, it's just yeah. fun like there's no money in it other than i guess where no you i guess you kind of went over that you so you found the car on marketplace yeah and that so you didn't even have any influence from scotty or anything well, on I, getting the new edge well he has the mustang stuff at the time yeah at the time i was really just looking for like the cheapest rear-wheel drive manual vehicle i could find because i wanted a drift car that's yeah what i wanted and i saw the mustang and i was like well i know the guy who makes the parts and i think they're decently reliable mm -hmm. why don't i go get this so i messaged him and he was like 
don't buy someone else's junk buy a stock car and i was like okay and then the next day i went and got it so <laughs> gotcha bitch <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah that sounds about right yep I'm, luckily i got mine for 600 bucks but like you could never find that in no. today's market no not at all i mean new edge, have you seen the price of new edge mustangs oh no you're not getting one for under five or six grand <laughs> is it really that high yeah. now so oh my good. god it's over even for the v6s v6s you can find them for like 1500 bucks but they're oh okay they're decent like if you put a like i don't know, like a four something gear in it yeah and like gut it completely like and weld it if you can drive it <laughs> but like they're so slow like I, dog shit for drifting probably oh i mean if you put all the setup on them i'm sure they probably could hang like i've seen a few videos yeah. of people like drifting them but mm. you're not you're not hanging with anything crazy like yeah like my car barely you out keeps there up driving with, solo baby <laughs> like my gt barely keeps up with a ka240 yeah <laughs> like, yeah damn really yeah cause the, that can't be true they have shorter gears so like off the line i, I get tugged by a ka240 but like i'll catch up fair, throughout okay. drifting but damn yeah they're not fast cars <laughs> <laughs> they're so slow that's so they just so have bad. torque that's the only good part so if you just stand on it it'll go yeah 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 so the new edge is straight axle correct yep okay so what what like benefits does that come with or do you think um, there's any benefit at all has a lot of anti-squat that's cool that's so true. You, you can grip up tire wear like if you're like trying to drift on a budget tire wear is insane you just dead flip. even like it's even throughout the entire side of the tire but like halfway through the event, if you just swap tires like side to side, yeah, yeah, you'll drive all day. Like, I think I drove seven events at a skid pad on a set of Kendos. Damn. Like, and, and that included a comp. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I will advocate for that because Kendos, I've gone, I've done two two full days on Kendos before. Oh yeah. Oh, like, well, I had to change like a couple hours, like until the event was over i had to change my tires then but it two days oh, yeah. and it would last but oh kendas are fucking wild dude. I don't insane. <laughs> insane i don't know what the hell they're putting in that rubber <laughs> crack <laughs> wait i'm fast as yeah, fuck boy <laughs> i can't even remember what these buttons are anymore oh we got a hello we got a drift kitty in here somewhere come here. he might come up nope not going to no. it's not in it <laughs> So there's nothing else to the straight axle then. So you wouldn't say like you would suggest it technically because I mean I, if you it if you want a Mustang you're gonna get it yeah unless yeah. you get like a 15 up or if you get like a Cobra car. Um, but the straight axle is like it has a lot of sway in it. So if you don't have a pan yeah. hard bar, like you can feel like if you transition, you can't transition like insanely fast. Yeah, because yeah. like. You'll feel the whole car move and then the axle moves. It's super weird. <laughs> That's got okay. So on the bank, is that what you were explaining on the bank? How because you were struggling with that? Yeah, at, uh, so, up at Riverside. Yeah. So like when I would when I you initiate, like the whole body of the car moves and then the axle does. It's it's brief, but you can feel it. It's super oh my weird. God. Like, does it feel like a wheel hop almost? The car will wheel hop eventually. Right? <laughs> like if I add too much grip to it, it'll either wheel hop or it'll spin the LSD that sucks oh it's not great oh man yeah i had to that's the whole reason i went into the rb is just because i had the vq set up it was as gripped up as possible and mm -hmm. i just i couldn't keep up with nobody <laughs> i was tired of it so do you I, would you say it's very important to have mentors in this sport or do you think you would be able to do it on your own it's definitely a lot easier to have mentors 100 percent. Like. If you have someone that knows what's up, mm. it makes the whole process easier because, like, you're not just trying to figure everything out by yourself. Like, that is true. I've seen people try to figure it out by themselves, like, because the skid pad's like a fairly friendly, like, mm. new place to go. Like, if you're, if you're yeah, new, yeah. you go to a skid pad. You don't go to like a bank track. If you're trying <laughs> to drift a bank track your first time out, stop. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just don't. You're going to crash your car. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. If you have I would definitely advocate for it. For too i would say uh i i kind of it's hard to find people that don't get into drifting because of someone else yeah that is true that's i guess i never really thought about that but like if you are trying to get into it by yourself like 
95% of the time, I'd say if you are struggling and you just go up to either one of the track dudes who's running it, because they're more than likely going to be a drifter themselves. Yeah. Or if you just go to somebody who looks like they kind of got their shit together, <laughs> like they'll, they will help find you. the cleanest car. Yeah. <laughs> it might work. Actually. Or find a, find the most banged up car because they're driving hard. That too. Yeah. Yeah. You get the balance. You ask them both. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get both perspectives. <laughs> So who's who would you say besides Scotty has been your biggest mentor within drifting? Probably Brad, the guy who runs GLD in Wisconsin. Like, okay, literally, if, if I'm like, hey, Brad, the car's not doing what I want it to do. He'll go, we'll try this. And nine times out of ten, it'll work. Damn, what, what were some things that he's, um, he's kind of, that he did that with, I guess? So like the entry, like I struggled with the entry for like ever, so long. And he's like, just go faster, enter earlier. Because I, I was scared to enter fast, right? Because mm. like my theory was if I enter fast, I'm not going to be able to slow down if I mess this up. Yep. He's like, if you go faster, you can enter earlier and then figure out when you got to slow down, how much you have to slow down. Mm. And then you'll it'll all just come. Yeah. And sure shit, he was right. That, that was a big one for me. Once you, you, Once you finally just say fuck it and do it. Oh, yeah. And you feel the car float like that and how far it'll actually travel. You'll oh. want to keep the speed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like now, if I if I go drive GLD, if I go up to Wisconsin, I'm starting around the corner on the return road. Like, Yeah, you're trying to pin it and get as well, fast like as possible. 70 mile an hour just chucking it. It's bananas. Uh, and uh, how long did it take you to finally learn that then? I'd say probably three months, but I did drift like at least twice a week for the entirety of last year. Oh, wow. Like GLD is super great because they have for 350 bucks or something 380 bucks it's a season pass yeah yeah and there's drifting every tuesday and friday and then there's usually one or two weekend events per month for like the entirety of the summer and then once the track technically closes because it's a drag strip yeah yeah the drifting still continues until it snows and then there's like this winter they did like pop-up events during the winter too like with just snow on the pad yeah but well that's tight yeah hell yeah you said, damn, he just slobbered all over my ass. That was fucked up, bro. I saw that from over here. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so, so you came down to help out Scotty with the business, correct? Yeah, he invited me down, I think, right at the beginning of the year. He discussed it with me, and I was like, that would be super cool. Yeah, yeah. And I came down, I think, the start of March, I think. Well, that's sight. I drove the drift car down. Hell that's yeah. <laughs> oh, that's tight. So what uh, is there any like um cool projects y'all are working on up there? Um I don't know how much I can discuss, but Ooh. I know we're getting the car ready for the 50k in Jersey. I know that. I know Matt's kind of working on his car. Mm-hmm. But there is a, another car that's there that we're working on. I don't know if I'm allowed gotcha, to discuss it. Gotcha. I don't want to get anybody mad, but well, there was a there was some issue. Wasn't there issues going on with Matt's car at the two forty five comp? Um, the what last comp too. So oh, what was going on with it then? So at the two forty five, he bottomed the car out and it broke. It either broke or lost one of the exhaust manifold bolts, so it was just loud as hell. Yeah, yeah. So he got that fixed, and then he went to a Clarksville event, and it was overheating like crazy. Oh my god! And the last event, the not fifty k. Yeah. He was driving that, and it's just puking oil out of the valve cover onto the <laughs> exhaust. It was so bad, and it was still overheating. And at one point, he like came back in. He's like, "I don't have any oil pressure." <laughs> and then that's not good. Oh, it was not good. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he ended up dr- doing another live after that too. Oh my god! <laughs> he was like, "It came back. It cooled down. It came back." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, man." Sometimes all you got to do is rev it really hard. That's all you got to do. It, it fixes if, issues. If it doesn't want to run, just beat it. <laughs> all right. So where do you kind of hope to see your, I guess, drifting career go in the future? I'd like to get to the point. Like, I don't want to do FD. Like, that just seems like way too much work for me. That's like, very out of reach for a lot of people. It, it is. Like, it's starting it doesn't to get... seem worth it to me. Oh, no, not at all. Like, you're, you're not making a dime. You're probably just like barely breaking even like the entire time. Right, right, right. Like, I mean, I haven't been like around FD like that much, but like 
The one did I've you been... see Cash's episode that we did with him? Uh, I don't think so. Dude, he runs an FD program on less than 40 grand. Oh, I did see, I did see that short. That's wild, man. That is bananas. Like, Dude. Oh, Cowboy shit. I that's don't, like... Props to him. And he keeps getting fucked by the judges. Like, oh, straight yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. He's been getting completely screwed in FD. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, where where do you see your your future going with drifting? Uh, I probably just want to do like the exhibition stuff, like the 50k, and like just some stuff to like bring some money back into the program. But, yeah. Like obviously that's like a few years out. Like of course. I Did mean, you ever get to go to a clutch kickers event? No, I didn't. No. I that's like when I was still in Wisconsin before Scott had like brought me down here. Or even like mm. when he was still in California, I didn't have plans to come here. Like, I always that, forget he's from California. He's from Wisconsin. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, yeah, like, he the fact that he just lived in California yeah. is, is crazy to me. California is wild. I oh, hate California I've so much. Been, never been, but, like, it looks... I've been once, and I went to Northern California, and that was... That went up to Santa Cruz area. That was pretty cool, but whew, L.A. area, you can, I'll stay away from it and keep that shit. It doesn't look good. Nah, no. It just looks like a lot of traffic, and I hate... A lot of traffic that. and a lot of needles everywhere. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> what I picture, but... Uh, damn, we keep getting off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> where do where do you see yourself going? Uh, just like 50k's, probably just exhibition stuff. Cause like I just want to keep it fun. Like the 50k is probably about as serious as I would ever get. Yeah. Because yeah. I just want to drive. That's all I'm doing. Do you know for. why the last one got canceled? Um, it got moved for. It's like moved to August or some shit. Yeah, it got moved because oh, forget what. It, there there was something going on where they didn't have somebody. I think. That was oh, okay or something something along Schedule those lines conflict yeah probably okay yeah. you ever uh want to go out to texas and do one of the lone star events that looks fun i do want to do yeah. that yeah but well, that's obviously a few years down the road if it's still going on yeah i've reached out to losi and uh, he's down to do an interview oh really so if you guys want to see him on drop that down in the comments let me know because that's a that's a long trip to texas <laughs> but i've got a few people out there that uh want to do a podcast so oh that's good I won't I won't throw them all out there, but y'all have been asking for Losi. So, um, well, what other events do you do you plan on going to do that are kind of more of the exhibition style? Um, well, what's what's out there right now? Just the fifty k for like decent payout events? For yeah, for yeah. decent payout. Um, I've been uh, Clean Culture is starting to do some payout comps. I don't. Ooh, I, I think Clean Culture. Ooh, I think like, that's, no no hate to them, but like I don't know when they were in Chicago last year with like adam lz mm -hmm. i heard it was pretty bad like a lot of the takeover kids there oh god like they were hanging over the edge of the wall because i have a few buddies that went i i did hear something yeah. about that uh i think they've cleaned that up hopefully they don't because that's that's like yeah. stupid dangerous I don't, I don't fuck with takeover shit but oh, so um there was a andy just went to a clean culture event i, th I think that's where he went there's there was one i think this weekend in chicago oh sick hell yeah okay Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But um, there was another 50K somewhere that was supposed to be the same weekend of the Riverside 50K. Mm -hmm. um, and Andy was at that one, too. But I don't I don't remember where the hell that was. I didn't hear anything about it. Well, fuck. I don't know. Uh, well, what's, uh, what's the best track you've driven so far? Uh, Riverside. Riverside, really? <laughs> yeah, I've only driven two tracks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Damn, but... I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Dude, you got to make it out to Mid Pond, bro. Oh, I want to. It looks fun. Oh, my God. Mid Pond, I, I, dude, I'll advocate for Mid Pond forever. That's the best track. Yeah? It's an old go-kart track. Ooh, that looks fun. Is it tight? Yeah, it's very tight Ooh, and technical. I like that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll show, I can show you, like, the layout of it. It's, dude, it's so for sick. Sure. For sure. You got to drift around the pond is the sweeper. It, oh it's amazing it's like in the middle of nowhere alabama it's fantastic um what what's what track do you look forward to the most um driving one day um i want to drive like horse thief in like grange that those look super fun for me i think everyone wants to do that oh those such good tracks so good hmm. um i'd love to go to japan i think that's everybody though and do mm -hmm. the the whole experience but you know that's a lot of money yeah, it's. I, I think it's a lot. People are gonna hate me for saying this, but I think it's a lot cheaper than what people make it out to be. Like I, I was doing some research the other day, looking at Jay Zx's and stuff, just seeing what prices they were. They're really not that expensive. I mean, you can find uh, 
a chaser. I don't. I I didn't technically look to see if any of them ran, but they were through this auction thing. Uh, you can find a decent one for about four or five grand. Like oh, it's really? not crazy expensive, and I think that was import price. Oh really? No, 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 no. Sorry, that was not import price. That would be very fucked up. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be that'd be so cheap. But um, yeah, I think that was like the price of the car in the market of Japan. I may be completely wrong on that. So if any importers are watching this, let let me know in the comments because I'm actually kind of curious. I want to do that one day. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be cheaper than most people make it out to be. I'm guessing it's not like, I don't know. It's probably under round trip. You could probably do it under 10 grand, I would think. Okay. That's that's kind of where I would estimate I would, I would it. Most, I feel like most people would look at it and be like, there's no way that costs less than 20 or 30 grand. I, I would think what? it would cost 10 grand, which is still like a lot of money just for like one trip. Yeah, yeah. But, but then you have a car there. You do have a and car. All you got to do is pay 50 bucks a month. Yeah, that's not how's bad. How's your car? Not that's bad. It's cheaper than a storage unit around here, dude. That is true. A storage unit that you could actually fit that car in, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So, uh, well, what's been your best trackside fix? So Ghetto as hell. So, ghetto as hell. So, my car, after I hit the wall the second time, it shifted like where the gas thing goes into the tank and it was old and crusty so it ripped it so my car leaked gas for like two months and i just i kept driving and then it was like the day before my birthday we were drifting and brad finally came up to me and he's like you just you got to make it leak less you don't have to fix it you just gotta make it leak less so i duct taped a cone around the gasket no you yes i did and then i drove the rest of the day and then i drove like I drove the rest of that year. I fixed it before I came down here, like the week before I came down here. Oh so it leaked gas that entire time. It was it was not safe. I don't recommend. You passed that. tech with that. Well, or they just didn't, or they just that. I don't mean crazy to, of a. I don't mean it. to out anybody, but there is like <laughs> very limited tech at a lot of drift places. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely been brought up about Clarksville. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of places. Like yeah. pretty much every skid pad you're gonna get light teched like oh, yeah. at gld my car got teched at the beginning of the year and then it was just you can drive mm-hmm. i mean they don't care yeah, that's for far unless sure. something's like super wrong like you're leaking gas or like your car's breaking every other lap and they gotta tow you off then you're like yeah you can't drive well what's the ghettoest track track side fix you've seen somebody else do Um, uh, i saw okay so my buddy bob He's got an E36, like I think it's an S52, and they had put the the wall back because normally it's just like gravel, and yeah, then, yeah. so they put the wall up for one weekend. And the way you come in, you come in and then you kick it like heading towards the wall, mm-hmm. and then you flick it back. Well, he kicked it to the wall. It snapped the tie rod and he plowed the wall, Fuck. just full tilt, plowed into the wall. Ooh, towed off track, hook a truck to the car, the car to a tree. Straighten the frame rail, like, I think it was like three inches or something. Oh, my God. Three hours later, he was chasing me in a tandem. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> right. Hell, yeah. What a cowboy. There's a video of it. I think it's on his Instagram. Dude, it's like, please find that for me. I think it's just a video of the chase. I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's any video of, like, the crash. Because, like, that week was terrible for him. I think he blew up the motor. And then, like, the day, that like, Friday of the drift event. Yeah, yeah. He goes to go take the car out blows the clutch into like three pieces like just explodes the clutch what kind of clutch was it i have no idea oh i don't think it was like probably just a, a bad clutch, clutch though it, it was an aftermarket clutch oh it was yeah. okay damn Ooh. <laughs> it was just it was a stock car pretty much um drivetrain at least oh uh, it had an s52 in it i don't know if, what s52 is coming i don't know anything about yeah, bmws fuck if i know but uh, I mean, I've been told plenty of times on this podcast, but I oh, can't bro. remember <laughs> for shit. There's so many numbers and letters involved. I can't keep it. Well, especially it. with BMWs. Oh, yeah. Dude, 328, 330, 330, whatever. Oh, yeah. Fucking shit. There's so many. Ridiculous amounts. And then you well, bins don't apply to drifting whatsoever, but they got a lot of fucking numbers. Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, who's your who's your favorite YouTuber? I'd say probably Taylor Ray. Taylor Ray? Yeah. A lot of cool fab work from him. I love it. it uh, fab work amazes. What's the best build you've liked from him? Because he's, he's done so many. Um, what are you doing, buddy? So I really like the Corvette, obviously, because it's super well done, super thought through. 
but like just the look of like the Fummins truck like I oh yeah something I about love like, the Fummins oh something about trucks like I, I love trucks but I, like I don't like hugely broad out trucks but like trucks with semi wheels on it so good yeah so good yes I had twenty twos on my truck at once but uh, I hit a badass fucking pothole and <laughs> bent one of them so I just took them all off and put the factory ones back on you have potholes down here haven't seen one dude there's a bad one up the road it's like it's kind of over on the the i don't never mind you probably didn't i don't know if you came that way or not probably not uh, yeah but yeah semi wheels okay so what what is your thoughts on his whole truck situation i mean personally i would just fix what needed to be done on the six seven because like the six seven Aside from like that issue, I don't think there's that much wrong with six sevens. Like, yeah, they're a super good truck, and I'm a big Ford. But it's guy. under warranty. It is under warranty. Like, so that like that was like he always he had said like that was the whole point yeah. of it. I mean, it it definitely sucks that it happened, and like yeah. I I didn't even know about the issue at all, and like I've looked into those trucks because mm-hmm. like I was gonna buy one at some point, but it, I think it's just like a free thing that happened. But I mean, warranty they're gonna replace the factory thing with a factory thing they're not going to upgrade it yeah yeah. so it's probably bound to happen again which sucks and the fact that you can't touch it otherwise it's not under warranty mm-hmm. that definitely sucks so i think he's making the right decision using a truck that he can work on because like that that for me is a big fear too of like breaking down on the side See, of the road i, I think the same thing because like, i do when he got rid when he bought that truck and decided to not use the fummins anymore i was like damn I want to miss seeing that truck. Oh, yeah, me too. I love that thing. That was like the perfect combination. I'm not a Ford guy whatsoever. I love Fords now, but like, I I mean, for a 6.4 truck, absolutely put a comment in it. Yeah, I've always always liked Duramax, but like, I that that was more or less the influence of Brennan down here, Mm -hmm. uh, which is why I have a Silverado and shit too, which the LSs just work. So I hate Silverados, just saying. Really? I went to, so I had to go bring all my stuff down here Mm. and load up all the stuff made it 30 miles and the 4l60 exploded so oh, yeah the transits aren't that great so I'm not gonna bad. Lie about that one <laughs> so bad yeah like aside from the six liter fords the transmission the allison trans on the duramax though that motherfucker is pristine pretty good and 4l80 is <laughs> not as bad as a motherfucker but like 4l60 taking time bomb yeah i'm just waiting <laughs> just to be real <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> So what what do you hope to see him do with the Fummins now that he's going to be designating that as his tow rig? Uh, I'd hope to see him just make it like as reliable as humanly possible because that's its main goal. Like, yeah, for me, like if I was to buy a truck, like I wouldn't tune it. Like if I'm using it to tow, I wouldn't modify it crazily. Like no, keep it as no. reliable as possible. Yeah. Like that that's the one thing that's going to get you to an event. Like and especially for like a grassroots <laughs> right. thing, like a grassroots student. You probably just got your car and your truck. Like that's pretty much all you got. Yep. So I, I'll advocate for that because my my the truck I got it was a great truck. Don't get me wrong, but like it, dude, it leaked oil out of the rear main. Like there was there was issue after issue. It had to have been like an old farm truck or something. Oh, probably. It was beat to hell. But that motherfucker got me to the track and back. <laughs> I said, I tell you what, it, it broke down on me one one trip to Mid Pond, uh, where it was just. We couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. It was going into like a limp mode or some oh. shit. It was weird. Uh, and then I bought a scanner, cleared the code a couple times, and like swapped some spark plugs around, <laughs> and it didn't come back. So <laughs> I ended up doing a tune-up a little bit later after that, uh, and then I never had that issue again. And that's sold it. it. All you got to do is change your spark plugs. Yeah, if you got an about. LS, check them, <laughs> check them plugs. <laughs> And the well, cool packs really. Those motherfuckers oh, yeah. go bad on there. Easy. Um, damn, I had something else for you. What I was gonna? I'll be honest. I have ADHD, and I do not remember a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you watch Jimmy Oaks at all? I do. I do. Okay. Uh, what what's your favorite car of his? The coupe all day. The coupe, the black coupe, the black coupe. Oh, so good. Yeah, that like, is a good one. I'm not gonna lie. I really love his e30 oh that is one of my favorite it, it's so good yet so simple yeah it's so good they just look so classy i feel like that's like all his builds are all like classy they're not like super flashy yeah he's got like, a good balance between the j like the really stance boy style uh like the hot boy style and then still keeping it relatively functional <laughs> I, yeah. I like that 
because uh, that's more the aspect I aim for. Yeah. Do you are you more function over style? Yeah, I I think there's a balance. Like, obviously, you want it to perform good, mm-hmm. and like, I, I I really like my car to like work. Yeah, like, of course. If your car looks like shit, like I I can't stand a car that looks <laughs> like shit. Like my car, I'm not gonna lie, my car does not look good. It looks terrible, and I hate. At it. least it's all one color still. <laughs> For the most part. For the most part, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the most part, but like I do really like style, like. Obviously, if something's like on its nuts, it's obviously not performing well. Like well, if no, you're tucking your wheel and you're trying to drift and you're like, I don't know why my car isn't fast. Well, I don't think anyone tucking their wheel and trying to drift is ever going to complain about that, though. Yeah, that's I've, true. I've never seen anyone that's slammed complain about it because they're like, it's sick, though. Wait, <laughs> it just I, looks so cool, though. I think there's like a lot of directions you can go, though. That's the thing, because like it's all like, what do you want to get out of drifting mm-hmm. for me? So it's like. Do you want something that's more comp, like oriented, like higher off the ground, not going to rub, like yep. super functional with like stock bumpers, half cut, like, yep. or do you want it like, I hate that look, honestly, I think it looks terrible. It, it's not like, like, it doesn't like look great, but like, I see it, like it's the competition aspect. Yeah. Like you, you're, Convenience. you're driving the car to drive the car. You don't care what the car looks like. Yeah. Like it's just got to like look good for pictures from 10 feet away like <laughs> gotta look for good for pictures and sponsors yeah that's exactly what it is but, <laughs> and then you have like that middle ground of like someone whose car looks good but also performs really good yeah, yeah. like it's it's lower but it's not insanely low to where like the suspension's like inactive mm-hmm. but dude there was a but mine's i i love style but i still want the functionality of it yeah. i don't want my shit to rub like i i want it to look good though oh yeah so there was one time where I was, I don't remember where I was. I think it was NSS, but I would pull my car off the trailer without the ramp sometimes just for the fuck of it. Really? Like if I had to pull my truck and trailer down into the grass and then there was like a little lip up onto the concrete, you know, I would pull the tongue, the tail of the trailer right up to that lip and it would do it would like, and my trailer's like kind of low on, on the tail. So it doesn't, it, you you can get really low car friendly cars on there and I would literally just back it off without the ramps and it was perfect. Didn't rub once. Oh man, no way it didn't I rub. I swear to God. Oh, it would God. now because the I, I have a big fat ass R33 radiator and shit in there and it's 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 a little bit lower, but uh yeah. Oh, I would do that shit sometimes. <laughs> my car like my car's not low, but it rubs on everything. Yeah. Like the headers are the lowest point of the car, which sucks. I put long tubes on it like an idiot. Yeah. And dude, like I traded that car to one event and it was the 245 count. And I tore the whole like edge of match trailer off. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole car, like I'm backing out and it just stops. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my. oh, shit. But luckily, Matt has the same issue with his headers. So it wasn't like it was like, yeah, already I messed up, the car so. up real quick. I didn't even jack it up. I just floored it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I do not care about these headers anymore. They're coming off the next time. Yeah, yeah. They're they're the worst things. Do not put long tubes on your car. They're they're the worst things. (laughs) At least on a Mustang. Oh, yeah. On a Mustang. For sure. Terrible. That that time at NSS, though, when I did that, there was somebody that was like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. When I'm in the car backing up on the trailer, and I was like, Watch this. And I just stopped on it. <laughs> so, coming just off the trailer and went, doo, 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 doo. how about that? Oh, shit. But your car can't do that. I wish my car could do that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I don't. It shouldn't be able to do that. It needs oh, to go no. lower. Oh, no. That just means it needs to go lower. I know that. <laughs> I'm putting BCs on the car, okay? Let's <laughs> <laughs> coil over. If you need the BCs, baby, link in the description. <laughs> God. <laughs> What happened? Oh. Sorry. Okay. Well, let's uh let's get one piece of advice you would give to anyone just looking to get into drifting. What's that main piece of advice? Don't be scared. There's no reason to be scared. Like every you gotta think, everyone started off not being able to link the course. They go out and they spin off the first lap. That's everybody. Like you don't have to be afraid of that. Okay. There is nothing to be scared of. There's help everywhere. All you gotta do is ask nobody's gonna be I, I don't say nobody but like 99 percent of people are just gonna be like oh yeah what do you need help with like it, it's super yeah. easy all you got to do is ask 
Yeah, like, the amount of help at the track is tremendous. People yeah. really do want to just watch you drive. They do. Like, because yeah. the theory I've always had, like, because I, I obviously help some people when I can. Like, if there's somebody that's, like, really new and knows less than I do, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to help them. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't have to be the most experienced yeah, to help you somebody don't have new. To. Like, you can mm-hmm. get somebody started. But my theory is, like, if I get you good and help you get good, then I have another person to drive with. Yes, that's, that's what exactly I always it. see because you, as an experienced driver, you kind of get bored driving by yourself. Yeah. So you always want to have, so like there would be times I'd go to the track and I'd literally just, I wouldn't even go run a single lap. I would just go out in tandem immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only way drifting becomes fun once you get to a certain point in your driving. Yeah. So if you're constantly helping other people come in, you're getting more experience driving with other you know exactly like the way people drive is completely different so and the more people you drive with obviously like that you kn- you know where more things can go wrong so you can prepare for that too yeah and like yeah. practice builds perfection yeah exactly or however you want to say that saying <laughs> you back <laughs> no mind so yeah don't be scared get your ass out on the track that's the advice absolutely <laughs> well go ahead plug your people plug yourself anyone you want to shout out shane underscore davis on instagram uh obviously scotty the race development um check out the bcs the greatest coilovers ever yes put that out there right now yes um if you are in between milwaukee and chicago go to great lakes dragway best place to start every tuesday and friday after 5 p.m you know join the facebook group gld it's very frequent too oh That's it's crazy it's insane the amount of times i drove like last year i think i turned probably in six to seven hundred laps which just on the scale up there you better better hit that track up dude for 380 bucks for the whole year you go six times oh they do the season yes season pass pass. you get like a full card fuck dude no way you got an axe like a like ebisu does you get a little debit card looking thing no way look at that do you wait do i need to well it's just your name is that yeah okay look at that (laughs) that's crazy it's insane and then if you want to bring like Dude, say more friend, tracks should fucking do this, dude, man. They really should because oh like Oh my god. You get all the money up front too for the year. So like at the beginning of the year, all these sell like Ooh, instantaneously. I've got an idea for a buddy of mine. Yeah. He's coming on the podcast here in the next few months. Uh but yeah. We got some exciting things coming down here to the south. Ooh. Uh but I can't speak on that. I'll tell you a little <laughs> bit after. But uh yeah. So that's pretty much it. Uh, thanks for supporting the podcast. If you want to continue supporting, grab the merch. Uh, and if you want to see any of these podcasts completely ad-free, of course, that is down in the Patreon link. So join the community. But that's it. Really appreciate gotcha, oh, it. You want to press the button? You're the first <laughs> guest to press the buttons. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> we need to change those sound effects. Drop some sound effect memes in the comments and let me know what you guys want to hear on there. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but that is it for this one i really appreciate you coming on man hey for sure i appreciate you having me on of course super cool well we'll see you guys next week really appreciate it peace fucking right